0: And welcome to Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. And
1: I'm Scott Eisenberg.
0: And we are a newlywed couple who like to shoot the shit about movies.
1: That we do.
0: And today, we're taking a trip back in time. Woo! That's right. Hook up your DeLoreans to those gigawatt thingies, because uh, Back to the Future is my favorite movie, and I totally fucked that up, but it's fine. Flux Capacitor, that's the way. There word. we go. And why are we doing that? Because we're going back to the 90s.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. We're taking a trip. Where everything to, was radical. To the 90s, where everything was extreme and radical. That's correct. It's- uh, today, <laughs> we're looking at uh 2017's Power Rangers. The Power Rangers movie. Now, why do I say we're going back to the 90s? Frankie, you just said that movie was from 2017. It was. What are you talking about? Well, in case you were living under a rock. Yes. And you don't know what the Power Rangers are. The Power Rangers was a TV show. It was. In the 90s. Indeed. Uh, it was... Going from like ninety three to ninety six, you know the original prime, at least. The original prime Mighty time Morphin. Power Rangers,
1: and has since kept going. And- yes,
0: it's it spawned many many much spinoffs and it had two movies in the 90s the power rangers were my shit when i was a kid so obviously when hollywood you know said they were gonna make a movie i was like oh hollywood's decided to make a motion picture about the power rangers makes sense for the first time in like 20 years yeah (laughs) um
1: that's not based out of japan
0: Right. Well, the original show. So let's talk about the show for a second. So the show was produced by Saban Entertainment. Yes. Who also produced a lot of shows in Japan. They were
1: involved in the movie too, right?
0: Yes. Well, the title, like on on some places, is Saban's
1: Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, which remind it makes me think of Sabaro. I don't like saying that. Power Rangers sponsored by Sabaros. <laughs> like it's weird. So basically, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers yes. was a kids' show about these five kids from angel grove this you know normal american town and they become superheroes and the show was very unique in the way that it produced its content because it used like stock footage from the japanese super sentai tv franchise which is basically just like a bunch of like people in crazy colorful suits fighting did, monsters. Yeah, they did like crazy like martial arts and fought monsters. There was merchandise and toys galore.
1: Well, the funny thing about the toys and stuff cuz this is actually a fun fact that I do know about Power Rangers toys is none of the actors who portrayed the Power Rangers made any money off those toys.
0: Yeah, that's really a shame.
1: Because it didn't show their likeness <laughs> right. because
0: cuz they were in the suits, yeah.
1: They were in the suits. So none of those guys got paid a dime for those toy sales.
0: Yeah, that blows. So I was obviously so excited when I heard about this movie.
1: So do you remember we actually tried to go see Power Rangers two times?
0: Oh, yeah. And it was sold out both Both times. times,
1: Both times. Once we just left. And the other time we saw King Kong Skull Island.
0: Yeah, which like wasn't. Terrible, I guess, but like, I much would have rather seen Power Rangers. Well, it was
1: funny because, like, the two times we tried to go see this movie, it was sold out both times. So it was like, and then it was like, oh, this movie bombed.
0: Yeah, it, it did. Let's talk about that for a second. So, I don't really understand why it bombed. The budget was 100 million.
1: That's actually not too bad. I thought it would be higher.
0: It, I know, roughly. I mean, this well, is according to IMDb, so it might have been a little more, a little, you know, whatever, but roughly 100 million. It only made 142 million.
1: So okay, well, technically, by Hollywood standards, because usually if it costs a hundred million to make the movie, usually you want to try and make double that because
0: right, exactly, they
1: spend about the, about the same it costs to make the movie to yeah, like, advertise maybe, the movie. Maybe
0: like so, you know, some people when they read that, they're like, oh, so it did make a profit, but like it, in Hollywood standards, it really didn't. And it has like a weird like the score: fifty percent critic score, on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty five percent audience score. Which I don't get. Like, granted, this is not, like, an A-plus, like, cinematic masterpiece, okay? But it's Power Rangers. Like, if you know Power Rangers, it's not not. fodder for that. It's, like, it's kind of mindless, like, popcorn movie fun.
1: And it it is. It's fun. It's meant to be go enjoy the stupid uh, action of a giant robot fighting a giant monster. And because you're getting all these new characters or new to other people who have not watched the show, you have to introduce them and, you know. Right.
0: And they do that. I mean, it's a very standard, like, almost kind of cookie-cutter superhero origin story in yeah. a way. But they do it well, and, like, it's, like, cute and fun. Like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's not taking itself too seriously.
1: No. I'm not going to Power Rangers and be like, oh, I'm captivated by the drama that's going on between Kimberly and Jason Lee Scott
0: yeah I think this is one of, like this is one of those movies where like you can turn your brain off in a little bit and kind of just sit back and enjoy the cheesiness of it because Power Rangers itself was pretty cheesy yeah this
1: is a fun popcorn movie and I enjoyed I enjoyed it as a fun popcorn movie
0: yes I did too I really do and that's why it bums me out that it's it got so shit upon like they they planned to do a sequel for this but they ended up scrapping it. But now, supposedly they're doing another reboot with like a new cast and a new director.
1: See, that I don't agree with. The only way I feel like you're gonna get away with doing another reboot is you gotta go gritty as fuck. But I don't know.
0: Well, the thing, did you ever see that short film? The Power Rangers short film? (laughs) No. So it came out like a couple years ago, I wanna say, and it, it got really big. If I can find it online, I'll put a clip of it here somewhere.
1: Why do you think they gave these powers to kids? Because we were the only ones who could destroy Rita and- You are not
0: that stupid!
1: For fuck's sake! Put your shit together and start thinking for yourself for once in your life! You're not a little girl anymore.
0: Now where's Tommy? Go fuck yourself. It was like a more adult, gritty version of Power Rangers. And it was really cool. If you're going to make a gritty, quote unquote, adult Power Rangers, you have to- take out some of the things that are like just inherently cheesy and there's no way of getting around it. Like example, the villain in this movie, Rita Repulsa. You can't have Rita Repulsa, especially not the Rita Repulsa from the original show, in something that's like a gritty no. reboot. Like even the Rita Repulsa in this movie could not be in a gritty adult No,
1: and honestly what Power I But they did with the idea because we'll get into it, the idea of this Rita Repulsa I thought it was a good idea for yes. the Power Rangers I, if they did a gritty kind of thing with I, it. I too.
0: Some people had an issue with it, and we'll get there. But yeah, I didn't have a problem with that at all.
1: Like the idea around it, is, I like the idea around it. Is it that fact that that's Rita Repulsa? Uh, okay. No.
0: She's absolute nonsense. <laughs> Just a nonsense character.
1: She was trapped into a trash can. She also sleeps with, like, a devil? Does she? I don't remember. Things like. Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had so many rip-offs. Well,
0: yeah. And that still happens now where, like, things, like, blow up. And then, like, zombies, you know, zombies blew up. And now you have, like, 15,000 zombie shows and movies. You know, vampires blew up with Twilight. And then you had a million vampire things. But, um, yeah. So, overall, Scott, how did you feel about this movie? Did you enjoy it?
1: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was a fun popcorn movie.
0: So, this movie was directed by Dean Israelite. I hope I'm saying that right. The only, like, thing I could find of note other than this in his filmography, he directed, like, three episodes of the new Are You Afraid of the Dark miniseries on Nickelodeon. That's all I got.
1: <laughs> okay, so he's, a re- uh, so he's a relatively unknown. Relatively unknown. Uh, honestly, everybody in this movie except Rita and Jordan.
0: Yeah, at that, that point. Now... A couple of them have moved on to bigger and better yeah. things, um, and we'll we'll get there as we get through the cast. But um, I did want to mention the writing in this because I thought this was interesting. Yes. This is, in a lot of ways, a very cookie cutter Orange story. story yeah. Yes, but I did like the writing because I feel like it it characterized the Power Rangers. Probably more than they had a right to be characterized, considering how they were in the show. Yeah,
1: they did a, they did a decent job. There are, there are still some certain parts where you're like, okay, come on, really, guys?
0: But it was a solid screenplay, I think. I, I, you know, it wasn't yeah. anything to write home about, but it was solid. Yeah. The person that wrote the screenplay, his name was John Gaddins. He has some interesting things on his filmography. Uh,
1: okay.
0: He was a writer for Hardball. Nice, okay. Which is a great fucking movie if you I love seen it, it when you
1: call me Big Papa.
0: Throw your hands in the air if you use a true player. Cause I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby. Burr, I love that movie. If you haven't seen uh, that movie, please do. Oh, it's it makes, Keanu uh, Reeves. Like, one of his best movies, I would say. Makes
1: me weep. Mm-hmm. Every
0: time. Oh, every time. Literally every time. He also wrote Flight with Denzel. Oh, wow, okay. He's on Flight. And he is co-writing the uh, Aladdin sequel that will be coming out. Interesting. Which I thought was interesting, especially considering that Jasmine is also in this movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, anyway. God. Um, but what I also found interesting about the writing, while that guy has some good credits, yes. there were four story writers on this movie four
1: okay that's never a good time
0: and um i didn't write all their names down because i just don't have the strength but the most notable films on their collective filmography are the sherlock holmes sequel the robert downey jr sherlock sequel. oh okay
1: that's cool and one. gods
0: of egypt Oof. so Oof. not looking good <laughs> yeah. i think we can get into the nitty-gritty here okay so, we open up our movie in the Cenozoic era.
1: Yes, which is a real era. I found out. Which
0: is a dinosaur era, basically. And we open up with the Red Ranger, who in this beginning part is played by Brian Cranston. He plays Zordon in this. Spoiler alert. If you don't know who Zordon is, we'll get there. Don't worry. But, fun fact Brian Cranston has some history in Power Rangers, he did some voice acting in the original TV oh. show. So it was like a big deal when he got cast as Zordon. It was pretty cool. But he voiced uh, a couple of the villains by the name of Twin Man and Snizzard. I don't remember either of them. So I'm guessing they weren't very popular villains.
1: Well, but uh, well, they existed. <laughs> Goodbye,
0: Power Rangers. from those names you can tell this show was high quality (laughs) but i loved it so much anyway so basically brian cranston is the red ranger he's in this like kind of barren wasteland that's been like taken over by rita who is in a green suit so she's the green ranger in this which is, is a thing okay so Let's start off with this. The Green Ranger in this movie, slash Rita Repulsa, is played by Elizabeth Banks. Fun fact about this I read it on IMDb, not sure if it's true. I feel like it's so weird, but I just had to put it in. Uh, apparently there was a celebrity, a quite notable celebrity, that turned down this role, Iggy Azalea. Oh god, that was terrible. Which would have been awful. <laughs> But <laughs> like, this was interesting. This was an interesting performance. Like, don't get
1: me wrong, Elizabeth Banks, by no means is like my favorite actress. No,
0: I don't think I can't see her being anyone's favorite actress.
1: She she's got some fun moments, like in the Pitch Perfect series. She's got some yeah, fun moments. Yeah, she's
0: funny. She's got a couple of yucks.
1: She's got a couple of yucks in that one. Um, but like she plays Rita so
0: over the top.
1: Uh, yeah, that is over sure. the top as. The original Rita. As OG
0: Rita. But, like, no one <laughs> no one could get there. Like, literally no well, one. Well,
1: that OG Rita would have been a little out of place in this movie. Right.
0: Let's talk about why Rita being the Green Ranger is, like, a big thing. Okay. So... In the original show, the Green Ranger was just another kid. And there was kind of a whole ba- like backstory around the Green Ranger. Yeah. How he was used by Rita Repulsa to get at the Power Rangers. But then he turned into a good guy and he became a ranger and everything's yeah. happy and lovely. Yeah. In this, Rita was actually
1: the, the Green, ranger. Green
0: Ranger. And she turned on her fellow rangers and in an attempt to take over the universe. And
1: killed Pretty much all of them. So
0: what had happened was Zordon uh, has the power coins, which are basically what, like, give the Power Rangers their power.
1: Yeah. It allows them to access the morphing grid and so on and so forth.
0: So he grabs all the power coins, hides them beneath the Earth, and then he orders Alpha 5, who is like, we'll get to Alpha 5. He orders... Alpha 5 in the spaceship up above to order a, a meteor strike down on Earth to kill him and hopefully Rita in the process. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it doesn't actually kill Rita. So... <laughs>
1: My one thing I would have liked to see from this part and it's it, I know it's a weird little nitpicky thing. I would have liked to seen her actually kill, the ranger. kill a ranger.
0: I feel like that would have been too gritty for them, maybe. Even if it was just a little thing of her
1: Stabbing down with that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That w- Yeah, that would have been cool.
1: Because it's like, oh my god, oh we're really in the sh right now.
0: <laughs> so that's a that's our cold open, yes. as it were, and then we come to current day, yes. Angel Grove, and we meet our our leading man, Jason, played by Dacre Montgomery. He at this time I don't think he was known at all, but now he plays billy in stranger things hey lord ass! no running on my watch i gotta warn you again and you're banned for life you want to be banned for life lord ass? didn't think so so we meet jason and he is running around with one of his like friends and he's pulling a cow <laughs> he's basically trying to pull a prank like a senior yeah. prank i think and it fails he gets caught and his friend gets away <laughs>
1: Yeah, he actually gets away, too, until he fucking crashes the car.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, he crashes the car, and then he gets in trouble, and it basically cuts to him being driven to Saturday detention by his dad, who his dad, by the way, I have to mention- Is a
1: veteran of Shoot the Flick.
0: Yes, he is David Denman. He was Murphy in The Replacements, which was my favorite character in that movie, so obviously- I was happy to see him in this. But yeah, he's basically sitting outside in the car with Jason, and he's telling his son, you fucked up, kid. You are a football star. Now you're kicked off the team, and you have to go to detention. You're a screw-up. Basically establishing that him and his dad don't get along at all. Also, he has an ankle monitor, basically, which uh tells him like he has to be home by a certain time.
1: Yeah, he's got the ankle monitor, and he's got a leg brace because he hurt his leg in quick crash. Yes.
0: He gets dropped off at Saturday Detention and it's basically like a little uh, nod to like Breakfast Club because he goes in. We meet two of our other rangers here in Saturday Detention. We meet Kimberly who is played by Naomi Scott who as I mentioned before Jasmine in the Aladdin remake. Didn't really like the remake, but she wasn't bad in it. No, she was fine. And she was fine. She, she, it's just the remake in general irritates me.
1: It was fine. It, was, it
0: really wasn't. But <laughs> she was fine in it. Uh, and then we meet Billy.
1: Who is the fucking star of this fucking he movie. He really is
0: great. I love him in this. Uh, and he's played by R.J. Seiler. Uh, he's been in a lot of like TV and Netflix movies. Like He's done a lot. But I find this interesting... They establish that Billy is autistic. Yes. As far as I know, that would be the first representation that I know of of an autistic superhero, which I think is pretty boss. I might be wrong about that, but...
1: I'm pretty sure there's probably been one in comics, because God knows comics... I
0: mean, there's so many comic book people. Trust me, I don't know shit about comics, so I'm sure that that's true. But I think it's pretty awesome, because at first, when Billy's introduced... He's, like, being very precise about, like, placing his pencils on his desk. And, and
1: which way they go, where yeah, they and go. Yeah, Scott
0: was like, oh, is he OCD? And I'm like, mm, no, but, like, not a bad guess considering what you have so far. So let's just keep watching. And then, like, as it, he did more stuff, he was like, oh, okay. And then he flat out says, oh, I'm on the spectrum, by the way. He is getting t- picked on by this bully. And Jason steps right up and defends him and he gets in the guy's face and is like what are you five and then all of a sudden like a bat out of hell when the bully tries to go and punch him he ducks and then whoop, smacks him right in the face not punches him not like pushes him like hey dude get the fuck no bitch slaps him.
1: did you just slap me i did weird right
0: it was great and scott's just like what
1: oh no Because, okay, this is one of those things that it's actually very telling to Jason's character because it is an insult to the guy. Oh, yeah. It's meant to be an insult. Like, I could have knocked you out easily with a fist, but you're beneath me, so I'm going to slap you across the face. Absolutely. And so he basically says, okay, I understand you like to think you're the boss here. I'm here now. You don't sit next to me. You don't sit next to Billy walk away
0: <laughs> and then just like that a friendship is born in <laughs> billy and uh jason which is pretty cool and then with kimberly we get her introduced by she goes to the to the restroom and she meets with two of her friends we find out like she was on the cheerleading squad but she's been like kicked off one of the girls is like oh well you shouldn't have sent that picture of me to so and so and she's like he's a liar i didn't send that picture and then like you get kind of an idea that like something happened here she used to be like the cool girl cheerleader and now she's on the outs.
1: Yeah, we're going to move on by cutting you out. This girl takes out a picture of the champion oh, yeah. Squad <laughs> and fucking cuts them to the show.
0: It's very, oh, like, Mean God. Girls-esque. We love it. It's cheesy goodness. And then, to add on to the cheesy goodness, Kimberly, she stares in the mirror in the girl's restroom as so many of us tween girls did in middle school just or high school just staring into the mirror wondering who the hell we are and what we're doing here and then she shows outwardly her inner struggle by cutting her own hair and of course because it's a movie, she comes back to Saturday detention and her hair looks snatched as fuck. She looks great. Like, no one who cuts their own hair with a fucking pair of, like, school scissors is gonna... In the bathroom. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna make it look good, but Kimberly manages to do it.
1: Side note, I, I, as a guy, never had an existential crisis in the bathroom.
0: You're a boy, Scott, <laughs> okay? Also,
1: I never wanted to be in the boy's bathroom for long enough to... Have,
0: have an existential <laughs> crisis? crisis you know you've never lived Scott you, you haven't lived so you've had an existential crisis in the girl's bathroom so they leave Saturday detention Billy goes up to Jason and is like hey um we should hang out we're buddies now right and he's so cute he's so awkward it's adorable and Jason's like hey sorry I gotta go home I got this ankle monitor and he's like oh well if you come to my house I can like take care of that for you like no problem and he's like Uh, okay, maybe, yeah, sure. And then he goes home and he's like, what the fuck? But then he ends up going back to Billy's house and Billy manages to disable the ankle monitor. Oh, and I had a fun fact about the high school too.
1: Okay.
0: So the high school that was used in this movie as Angel Grove High Ah. was also used as the high school in another piece of media that was centered around superheroes. One that you particularly love. Do you want to guess what it is?
1: X-Men?
0: No! Smallville! Ah. It was the oh. high school in Smallville I didn't, as well. even,
1: I didn't even recognize it. Probably it's just.
0: a building, I mean. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they all look alike. A building is a building is that a building. Is true. So, the ankle monitor is disabled. And Billy's like, okay, now that I did that for you, now you gotta come with me to this old abandoned mine. And it's not really made completely clear why Billy wants to go to this old man in mine. He does mention in his rambling talks with Jason that his father, who had passed away a couple of years prior, worked at the mine.
1: Yeah, and used um, to take him there.
0: Yeah, but it's not really made clear, because Billy wants to go there and blow the fucking mine open. It's not really made clear why he wants to do that. <laughs> But he wants to do that. It's a vague explanation just to get everyone to this mine. So, Jason and Billy go...
1: In Billy's mom's minivan. In Billy's
0: mom's minivan. And they drive down to the mine. Vroom, vroom, vroom. While Billy is doing his technical wizardry, Jason's exploring and he comes upon Kimberly, who is by, like, a nearby lake.
1: Yeah, she dives into the lake. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The thing is with Jason and Kimberly... I think in the, like, original script, they were supposed to have more of, like, a romance type thing going. And they do a little bit. They do a little bit of flirty-flirting, but it kind of took a backseat to, like, the main story with the whole crew, which is fine with me. But, um, yeah, they definitely have a little bit of chemistry. They're chatting about how much they hate their town and, you know, teen angsty shit. So let's go. (laughs) What? You'd never do it. Try me. Oh, you and me? You got a car?
1: I have a van.
0: Oh, that's creepy.
1: (laughs) It's not that kind of van.
0: Every van is that kind of van. And then we meet another couple of teens who just happen to be hanging out by this old abandoned mine. And now we're out of town. Yeah, like that was kind of weird, but I mean, whatever. So we meet meet Zach, who is played by Moody Lynn. He doesn't really have any other uh, notable credits, but he does have a future credit that will be quite Interesting. interesting. He will be playing Liu Kang in the 2021 Mortal Kombat movie. Interesting. Question. Totally off yes. topic, but why are they making a Mortal Kombat movie? It didn't work out well the last time.
1: The first one's actually arguably the best video game movie
0: ever. Um, but it's not good, is it? I mean, I've never seen it, but I've heard it's not good. Like, it's famously not good.
1: It's not good. I have ranked it to the number three video game movie of all time, but that's that's neither here nor there.
0: That can't be a really uh, extensively quality list. Like, what's the good video game movies? Name like five.
1: Five. Uh, <laughs> de- <laughs> detective Pikachu is probably one actually. Now. Is that
0: an actual video yes, game? Yes, it was oh, okay. a
1: Japanese video game with an actual detective that was a Pikachu. Uh, Laura Cross up there, Silent Hills up there. Somebody will throw Resident Evil, of course, in there.
0: Fun. So, yeah, that guy's gonna be Zach, and uh we also meet Trini, who is like kind of doing like meditation like on like the cliff by the mine, and they're kind of just thrown in there, you think- just to establish that they're in the area, <laughs> and it's like, why are you guys here? They both go to Angel Grove as well, so all of these kids who go to high school an hour away managed to Now away by car and none of the other ones have cars so how did they get there <laughs> it doesn't none of them have cars so they either just walk there or they got a ride and someone just dropped them off in an abandoned mine it really isn't i mean i i know it sounds like i'm shitting on this movie right now but just the logic of that doesn't make sense no
1: you you could have easily been like oh the mine's just outside of town
0: yeah, even if you just did that, if you made it just outside of town, that would have been okay. Because then they're like, oh, they're all like derelict kids and they're all just hanging out, like, yeah. you know, in an abandoned, whatever. But, like, they're because, an hour away from home well, because, by car. Because <laughs> why are you just. Why are kids just walking an hour? Like, it doesn't An hour by car? Right. So, so it's an hour. We're just. I don't get it. But it's a flimsy explanation to why they're all in this area together. Doesn't However, matter. It gets the job done. So, Trini uh before we move on is played by becky g this was her first film role she is primarily a singer songwriter she's been around since 2013 i don't know any music of hers i'm too old i guess if i can find a song of hers that doesn't make my ears want to bleed i will put it in right here that delightful anyway (laughs) so now we have all our rangers and we hear a big boom from billy blowing up the mine
1: billy does machines
0: was that a reference to something yes oh right uh i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't wasn't really a turtles kid to be honest i was really a power rangers kid I, i watched both
1: of them also, Street um, Sharks So,
0: board. after the mine is blown up, they manage to find the power coins. Yes. And they each take a power coin. And they're all different colors. Let's just establish the, the colors here. So, Jason takes the red coin. The Red Ranger is, like, the leader of the gang. Yes. Kimberly is the Pink Ranger. And in the original show, it, Pink, it was a girl because she was pink. So that was fun. And then um, Billy is the Blue Ranger.
1: Yes.
0: Zach is the Black Ranger. And Trini is the Yellow Ranger. Now, in the original show as well, for those of you that remember, the Black Ranger was a Black dude. And the Yellow Ranger was an Asian girl. Yeah. Like, are you getting the pattern here? Like, a little bit of stereotyping, perhaps? Just pet so i feel like there was a reason why they made this cast diverse yes
1: they even make a joke later on <laughs> I, i'm blue <laughs> it's not my favorite color but it's cool <laughs> oh i'm black what i am
0: no you're not so they get these power coins they each take one and then they realize that security is there or the cops or something and so they get chased off and they're all in the van driving away like being chased by security and then all of a sudden they go over train tracks as a train is coming and billy's like you know we can make it we can make it and then they don't make it and they get fucking railed by the train oh boy (laughs) oh baby (laughs) they wake up the next morning not having any idea how they got home they're like hmm we we have superpowers we're really strong yeah and shit.
1: we're really strong like billy rips off a door uh jason breaks a sink the Queen teleports with them jason's Hello. also ripped and no longer needs his brace for his leg
0: baby they go to school and the
1: bully comes oh, yeah, from yeah, yeah. saturday detention comes to like mess with billy And he's like, he's grabbing Billy, he's like, I'm gonna break your wrist, and and he can't, like, break Billy's wrist, so he decides to headbutt Billy, and he knocks himself out. Don't headbutt people. Everyone out there. Don't headbutt people. A, even if you were gonna get into a fight, and your decision was like, oh, let me headbutt this person, it's bad, you're you're gonna hurt
0: yourself. Yeah, it's gonna (laughs) hurt you, probably, more than it hurts the other person.
1: But this automatically makes Billy popular.
0: Uh, Yes, he's like, oh, Billy, you're violent, and you're so cool. (laughs) But anyway, so he, he meets with Kim.
1: Uh, oh my god, he knows Kim really hard too? Yeah. Billy
0: rocks! Oh my god, go away, children. No one says that, by the way. Kids don't, like literally, I've never heard a teenager say oh, such and such rocks. I've never heard that in my life. Not seriously anyway, like maybe ironically. Jason, Kim, and Billy, they're like, hey, something's going on with us. We need to go back to the mine and figure out what the fuck. So they go back to the mine. But before they do that, we cut to a fishing boat on the water actually run by Jason's dad. He and his crew, they find a body, like a dead body, what they think is a dead body anyway. And they're like, what the fuck? Okay, we'll deal with it when we get back to shore. We'll call the cops. The eyes glow green. And they're like, oh shit, it's Rita. Ah! And then when they do get to shore, Jason's dad calls the cops. And that was kind of weird oh, scene, too. Scene. So, okay. So, Jason's dad talks to the cop and is like, hey, here's the dead body. Do what you got to do. The cop is like, oh, it smells so bad. And I'm like, you're on a fishing boat, for one, and there's a dead body. So, yeah, it smells kind of bad. So, yeah. So then Jason's dad decides, hey, here you go, Mr. Copman. Here's the keys to my boat. Just take care of this dead body. I'm going to go home. And take a nap. Bye.
1: Lock up when you die. And I'm
0: like, "Hmm, that seems odd, but okay, let's just go with it because the cop goes under the boat to retrieve the body and.
1: He's immediately killed. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So then we cut back to the kids. They all go to the mine. Zach and Trini are also there. Uh, And they're like, hey, we should figure this out together. Trini is like, fuck off, I don't want to do anything with you guys like, fuck you. So she runs off and they run after her and this is where we realize that they are super fast. And then Trini runs, 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 runs to the edge of a cliff and they chase, 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 chase her and they're like, hey, let's just, let's, let's chat, let's vibe for a minute. And she's like no bitch and she How do you do fellow kids? What? She jumps over the cliff onto another cliff on the other side and they now realize they can jump very high and very far. So, Zach is like, fuck this, I'm gonna go get that crazy girl because I want some pussy. So he goes and jumps across the cliff and gets to her and he grabs her ankles like, I got her! And then Jason and Kimberly jump over. Billy uh, is being encouraged to jump as well but is a little scared. And it's Understandably,
1: like, it's like if I if I mess with them, I'm definitely
0: gonna die. I mean, I'm gonna die. Uh, my mom, I love my mom. I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to leave her alone. I was like, oh, oh, honey. So, but he jumps, and he he just makes it. Uh, and they're all like, oh, thank God. Okay.
1: And Billy's like, yeah, woo, woo, and Billy immediately falls.
0: Yeah, he falls <laughs> off the cliff. They're all like, oh my god. And then he calls from the bottom, like, hey guys, come on down here. So they jump off the cliff down into the pit.
1: Everybody but Kimberly and Trini. Trini's like, "Okay, I'm piecing out," and Kimberly goes to her and is like, "Can I get a sip of your water? I'm dying. Don't finish it. Thanks. And I'm really sorry. Sorry for what? Whoa! You're an idiot."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they fall into like this kind of like cave of water it looks really cool and they realize at that moment that they're all glowing because the power coins they all have yes. they're glowing and they're all glowing their specific color they end up like diving under the water it's kind of a cool like trippy looking shot where they go through the water and then come out like on the other side into like a cave a water wall wonder wall? Well, no, no no
1: no and i fell right
0: So then when they're in this cave they find a spaceship as you do in an underwater cave and they go in the spaceship and they meet Alpha 5 Alpha 5 uh, for those of you who don't know in the original show he was like a little robot character who was like comic relief and like helped out the rangers yeah. so in this movie he is a CGI little robot player. I actually
1: like the design of him here
0: I did too, and he's played by Bill Hader, SNL legend.
1: New York's hottest club is. Kevin? (laughs) Opened at gunpoint in a lady footlocker. This Long Island cold spot is managed by infamous gay running back, Blow J Simpson.
0: So Alpha tells the kids to step into the bridge of the ship, and they do that, and then it awakens Zordon, which is basically like a big. Like I don't know what they're called, but you know those things like the like you, metal things and you put your hand in and it and makes it an imprint. Yeah. It's kinda like that, but on a big wall. Yeah, I don't know
1: what those are called either.
0: But yeah, and it's basically Brian Cranston's face. Yes. Expositing exposition as you do. And yeah, it was kinda funny because I felt like I mean he literally aside from the cold open where he actually had to like do things. Like, all of his stuff for Zordon on the wall, like, he probably just did all that in, like, a day or two. Like, just in a sound booth.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure... Well, I think they probably put him in, like, a suit
0: and, like, just, Oh, they probably did, like, motion capture on his face, Yeah. yeah. That's probably how they... I assume that's how they did it, but Zordon explains what the Power Rangers are. So the Power Rangers are a group of superheroes who are tasked with defending the universe and the Zeo crystal. The Zeo crystal, he explains, um, every planet with life has a piece of the Zeo crystal in the planet somewhere. And they have to protect those pieces to keep life on the universe, in the universe afloat, basically. So Zordon, when the kids start fighting, cause he's like, so over the fact that these kids are, Power Rangers now. He's like teenagers. I don't know what these teenagers are doing well, it, here.
1: It, it's very funny because in the original, when the teenagers first show up, uh, it's Alpha Five. was like, oh no, not teenagers. Uh, anything but teenagers.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, actually
1: not, that's actually not a bad Alpha Five impression.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, that wasn't bad. So. Zordon, when the kids start fighting, he's like, silence! And he gives them all this weird vision of the future, which shows Rita basically taking over the world and, like, killing people and the whole fucking thing. And touching
1: their faces. Yeah,
0: kind of dark and weird, whatever. So Zordon is like, hey, that's Rita. Rita Repulsa. She's going to create a monster called Goldar that will extract the crystal from the Earth uh, in like two weeks.
1: And when the crystal is extracted from the Earth, it's like ten nukes going off everywhere.
0: Yeah. So the kids are like, mm, fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. i thanks. And they go. <laughs> and uh, before Jason leaves, Zordon's like, hey, listen, you're the Red Ranger. That means you're the leader. You're supposed to lead these kids. You're supposed to bring them back here and bring everybody together. I'm leading, And I only speak for myself. No, no.
1: you speak for all of them. You know that deep down what I'm saying is true. You were born for this.
0: So Jason goes out and he talks to them and he gives them a little pep talk. And he's like, listen, I'm going to be back here at four o'clock tomorrow. Hope you guys are here too.
1: And he leaps through the water wall again.
0: You're my water wow <laughs> So now we get a little bit more backstory with our two other rangers who were, are less known at this point. So we first go home with Zach, who we realize uh, has a sick mom. He, that he takes care of. He doesn't go to school. He cuts class all the time. Like, you know, the kids ask him at one point earlier on. He's like, "Do you still go to Angel Grove?" And he's like, "Sometimes." Like, he doesn't really give a shit about school. Sometimes. He's a bad boy. He's but radical. he's got a heart of gold because he's, he's got a sick mom. He's
1: <laughs> radical.
0: Yeah, he's he's very he's very cool. I guess I don't know. And then with Trini, we get like a quick little scene with her parents her mom is like crazy <laughs> like her mom is like anxiety ridden and she thinks that trini's on drugs yeah
1: <laughs> she tells, tells her, her to pee-, pee in a
0: cup oh. <laughs> it's crazy Ooh. so you know typical angsty teenage yes. my parents just don't understand things so do you other kids all across the land no need to argue parents just don't understand
1: parents just don't understand
0: i was gonna try and beat box, but i'm like no <laughs> i'm too white for that so then we cut back to rita she has emerged from the briny deep and she's in like a homeless area Kind of like over a fire, and like you know how like yeah. the typical homeless people have the fire and like the big drum, oh, yeah. that thing. I mean, she's like gold, gold. i need gold because Goldar, spoiler alert, is made of gold. So she needs gold to create the monster.
1: Also, they're playing "Ring of Fire" by yeah. Johnny Cash.
0: Well, it's like a cover of it. It's a
1: it's a cover. The original is by Johnny Cash. I don't know who this one's by. But, um, it's a weird choice. Yeah. A lot of the music has odd choices in this there's, movie. There's
0: interesting music. We'll get there. There's a lot of like typical like top 20 music choices uh, because, you know, popcorn summer movie, I guess. So, Rita immediately turns around and kills a homeless man because he has a gold filling in his mouth.
1: Would would you say she has gold madness?
0: Is that a reference to something? Yes, it is. What is that a
1: reference to? Ducktales.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's the next day, four o'clock, and lo and behold, all the Power Rangers are there, and they're ready to go. Go, go, Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. They start their training, and Zordon immediately tells them, okay, the Power Rangers have three rules. One, never use your powers for personal gain. Kind of like the witches in Charm. Never use for personal gain or there will be consequences. Number two, never escalate a fight unless forced to by your enemy. And number three, never reveal your identity. So, typical superhero rules, I think.
1: Unless you're Iron Man.
0: Unless you're Iron Man, because, you know, who cares? You're rich. I mean, you don't need to hide from nobody.
1: Truth is... I am Iron Man.
0: So immediately, Zordon has them trying to morph, which basically means they, like, stand in a circle and they concentrate and they're supposed to, like, transform into the Power Rangers, basically, because they have this armor that is, like, in their body and it has to come out. Which, if you think about that really hard, it doesn't make sense, but it's fine. So, yes, they fail the first time wah wah wah. And then they start training. They're like, fuck it. We're gonna train you without your armor, because you need to be trained. So let's go to the pit and start training. And we get our you know, typical training montage yeah. as you do. Well
1: and uh, Billy gets like the most of this training montage because he's he's like he's there and he's not really like a fighter.
0: Yeah, so we get introduced to putties which is like basically
1: Rock golems, yeah.
0: Yeah. So to like help them with fighting and they do the training montage and it's like a whole thing, they're like bonding, slowly but surely, they're starting to become like friendly with each other and they're slowly but surely getting better at fighting. They still can't more for shit. Nope. But this is like one of those moments in the movie with like the you know, top twenty music choices. They do that uh hand I can make your hands clap song for the for the montage. And then we have Billy, towards the end of the montage, talking to Alpha 5 about the Zeo crystal. And he's trying to figure out, like, pinpoint the crystal's location on Earth. He doesn't flat out say that he found it, but we just see him kind of with a map and like, ah. And he walks into a Krispy Kreme. And you're like, really? (laughs) Okay. Sure, I mean Krispy Kreme is the mecca of happiness. So okay. of course the life crystal is fucking there.
1: It's still not as bad as Man of Steel.
0: <laughs> oh, true, absolutely true. Because the Krispy Kreme, at least Krispy Kreme, is like it's not like a huge brand. Like it's not. There's only one Krispy Kreme around here, and it's in fucking Penn Station.
1: <laughs> true.
0: So it's there used not to be a like, lot more. It's not like a crazy. I mean, it's it's well known, but it's not like well,
1: yeah, they expanded the way too fast and like, yeah,
0: exactly. Fell apart. So you know, it's kind of an off-brand plug yeah. in a way. So we're fine with it. <laughs> so then, Alpha introduces the Rangers to the Zords. They were also in the original show. They're basically just big mechanical like robot animals that the Power Rangers can like drive and yeah. use to fight bad guys. Alpha's like, you know, you guys aren't ready for this yet. When you yeah. are able to morph, you can use that. So, immediately upon uh, learning about this interesting, incredible piece of technology, Zach decides that he's just going to take the fucking thing for a joyride. This piece of technology that is incredibly dangerous and he has no idea what it does or what yeah, it's this capable piece of. Piece of
1: alien technology.
0: And he basically, like, crashes it into, like, a cliffside and almost kills everybody.
1: (laughs) He he almost kills everybody and almost kills a van full of nuns who are driving...
0: And singing songs, as nuns do. Near,
1: again, near the quarry outside of town.
0: Zach and Jason end up fighting. Like, they're throwing punches at each other. Because, you know, Jason's like, you almost just fucking killed us, you idiot. Like, what's wrong with you? So they're fighting, and then Billy... It gets upset, and he ends up breaking it up. And, you know, as he breaks up the fight, he morphs for a brief second into the Blue Ranger. And he looks fucking cool. The suits, I feel like, in this movie got some flack. Mainly, I feel like, though, because the girl suits had boobies. As a girl, I don't mind that. I mean, they have to have support. (laughs) True. They gotta have some support for the boobies. So, but everyone's like, oh shit, Billy, you just, you transformed, holy shit. And, but then he transformed right back to himself. Yeah. So Zordon is like frustrated with them. He's like, you know what, guys, fuck off. Like, you can't morph. You're useless. You're, you're fucking snot-nosed kids. Like, get the fuck out of here. Goddamn teenagers! And the rangers end up, they decide that they're going to camp out for the night by the old mine. And as they are setting up this little out, Jason goes back in to talk to Zordon. And he overhears Zordon talking to Alpha and saying, I just need them to open up the morphing grid so I can harness the energy in the morphing grid enough so I can revitalize my old body and come back to life. And Jason's like, what the fuck? You wanted me to lead this team and now you're just saying, fuck us. You would just want to come back and take out Rita yourself. And he's like, you guys can't do it. You're not strong enough. You're not ready. And he's like, don't underestimate me and my team. Like, fuck off. And he storms out. So we get to the camp out. They basically decide, like, they're talking. And they're like, maybe we need to learn more about each other so we can become closer and we can be able to morph. So Zach talks about his mom. Billy talks about his dad. And Trainee comes right out of the closet becoming the first big-budget superhero movie to have an LGBT protagonist. My family is so normal. Too normal. They believe in labels. They'd like for me to um, dress differently, have the kind of friends they want me to have. I don't know how to tell them what's really going on with me. So basically, Shrini, at the end of this whole like jam says she's like, Are we really friends? Like, what are we really when all this is taken away? Like, are we Power Rangers or are we all buddy-buddy now? And then we cut back to Rita again. This is really, like, the first scene where Rita kind of comes into her own as a character. And by that, I mean Elizabeth Banks is, like, an over-the-top Saturday morning cartoon villain. She kind of storms into a jewelry store. And demands all the gold she has. Give me the gold. And she eats the gold chain.
1: Yeah, the store clerk gives
0: her the gold. Which? And then she rips off a gold chain off the clerk's neck and, like, melts it down into, like, a staff. And then the cop shows up and is like, put down your weapon. And she turns around and she pulls out the green power coin. Yeah. Sticks it on the staff. And it's like, I'm at my full power now. Yippee! (laughs) Yippee! So then, uh, after Rita kind of has some more juice, she goes to find Trini, who's, like, asleep in bed. She wakes up to Rita hovering over her. And she basically is like, You've got spunk, little yellow. I see myself in you. I was an outsider on Zordon's team. <laughs> Just like you. You know, we're, we're, we're the same, you and I. So you're gonna go and you're gonna find out where the crystal is from your little pals. And then you're gonna come back and tell me where it is.
1: And I'll let you live.
0: But then Kim meets with Jason. Because, you know, they got a little thing going on. Yes. And she has, like, her moment with Jason. Because in the campfire setting, you know, everyone was kind of, like, revealing something about themselves. And... Kim was like, no, skip me. I don't want to talk about this right now. But then when she's with Jason, she tells him what she did to get her into detention. She sent one of the cheerleader girls, who was her friend, she sent like a dirty picture of her that she had to her boyfriend and said, oh, are you sure that this is the kind of girl you want to take home to to meet your mom? She, you know, she said like it, it was... A horrible thing I felt that like disgusting and I was so mean and I didn't even realize like how mean it was until after I did it and then I felt horrible and I'm just a bad person and Jason being the Red Ranger that he is tells her you did an awful thing it doesn't make you an awful person just be the person you want to be yeah, everyone makes mistakes everyone has those days says Hannah Montana. And
1: <laughs> Oh no.
0: <laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. No. I never even watched Hannah Montana and I know that. That's sad. Yeah. Anyway. But uh yeah, this was kinda like again, it's kind of like a a shoehorned teen angsty problem, like typical, you know, it felt like an episode of Degrassi kind of like yeah. for a minute. Which, I mean, it's not the most horrible thing. We kind of got to move the plot along, Yeah, some kind of characterization. Yeah, you know, we, we
1: even saw Drake in his wheelchair behind the... No, sorry, Oh,
0: God, no, no, <laughs> no, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, God. If you didn't cry when Jimmy got shot, you have no feelings.
1: I never watched any episodes of the Grassy. Oh, my
0: God, the Grassy was amazing. <laughs> I, oh, not the new one. I tried to watch the new one, and it's awful. on Netflix, it's shit. The fucking old Degrassi, bro. Oh, Drake Degrassi. Oh, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> wow, so good. So good. That was the shit. Anyway, I'm so sorry. I just went back in time to a fucking amazing time in my life oh my where God. I loved Degrassi. Okay. <laughs> Degrassi is awesome okay I'm sorry I'm done I'm
1: done <laughs> you sure yeah <laughs> I'm good I'm good <laughs> one
0: more it was like a fucking teenage soap <laughs> opera it was like a soap opera for teenagers it was so good anyway okay now I'm really done so Trini texts all the Rangers and they meet up she tells them about Rita and Jason's like okay Let's go. Let's go meet her.
1: We're all screw-ups, but we can do it.
0: Yeah, he gives them a nice pep talk, and they're all literally like, this is a shitty idea. We literally are not ready for this, but who else is going to fight her, so let's go. (laughs) So they all go, and they go to the docks, because that's where she told Trina to meet her. And they fight for about five seconds and immediately get fucked up and tied up on the side of the dock. And Rita, she figures that one of them knows where the crystal is. And she kind of just figures that it's Billy. She says it's because of his heart. Because the Blue Ranger has heart. And he, she's like, if you don't tell me, I'm going to kill all your friends one by one. Yeah, it
1: would have been nice maybe if he had to tell.
0: Yeah, I don't Yeah, That would have... No. D- yeah, it would have been, it would have made more sense if there was some kind of way. Or like if she just started, like, going at one of them. Or if she just, because she knows that Trini doesn't have it. Yeah, or she doesn't knows. know where it is. So she just started torturing Trini or trying, to, starting to kill her. And then, Billy, you know, and because in the actual movie, she says to Billy, if you don't tell me where it is, I'm going to kill all your friends one by one. She starts to torture Zach and, like, Kill him slowly, and she's like, Okay, he's dead in three, two, and then she's like, Wait, 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 wait I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, it so yeah,
0: made more sense if she if, just started
1: torturing Trini yeah, or death.
0: even Jason because she knew Jason didn't have it either. So, but anyway, doesn't really matter. Point is, Billy tells her, I know where the crystal is, it's a crispy cream <laughs> and she's like, What is that? Set it down in the establishment. Where? <gasps> what does that mean? What's it called? <laughs>
1: It's a Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme.
0: This is a special place. Very special. It must be. The source of
1: life itself is buried there.
0: So, yeah. So, she now knows where it is. So, she's like, Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna leave now. But, you know, Zordon wouldn't have any respect for me if I just let you all live. So, zap. And she throws Billy into the harbor. And then she leaves. And eventually the rangers get out of their
1: restraints
0: Restraints, and they pull Billy up, but he's dead. Yes. Dun, dun, da. And this, I thought that it was cool that they actually killed him. I wasn't expecting when I first saw this movie that they were going to actually kill Billy. Yeah. I mean, I knew that they like, listen, knew he was going to come back. Obviously he's going to come back, but I didn't know. I didn't think they were going to actually kill anybody yeah. in this. So that was pretty cool.
1: Uh, and so now they're carrying Billy like Christ style.
0: Yeah, and they're they're carrying him over a cover of Stand By Me, which I thought that was actually that
1: was actually like, a cool. good yeah that was a good one. Die.
0: that was a cool scene but yeah it was funny they go to like the cliff and they throw billy's body into the like ravine into the water and scott's like wait are they just dumping his body i'm like no they're taking him to zordon
1: so they can fix him well it didn't look like that it
0: just looked like they threw his body into the water yeah they're just dumping his body
1: like we have to get rid of this body no one will believe us
0: so they go to zordon with Billy's body and they're like, please help us, like you have to bring him back. And Zordon's like, I told you motherfuckers that you weren't ready. And we're like, Zordon, now is not the time for this. Fix the boy.
1: We'd all give our life for Billy and-
0: Jason feels terribly guilty. He feels like he did this to Billy.
1: Yes, his anger let him make the wrong decision again.
0: I'm sorry, Billy. I'd trade my life for yours if I could. Maybe he traded his life for us.
1: Yeah, probably did. I would.
0: Me too. Yeah. Me too. And then they have this moment where it's very—they're—they're all—they're—they are one, Scott. They are one Power Ranger entity, and because of that loveliness, the morphing <laughs> grid has been opened. The bridge of the ship is like lighting up all fanciness and then alpha's like zordon the morphine grid is activated you can come through go through zordon and it like blacks out for a minute and then it comes back up and zordon's still a screen and they're like what'd you do why didn't you go through and he's like
1: only one can go through
0: and then all of a sudden <coughs> billy comes back to life and we're like yay billy and zordon is, says to jason there's only room for one red ranger this is your time now. And I was like, Ooh, that's kind of cool. Cool, cool, cool. So now they're a team and they're together and they go to morph. And they morph. And they finally morph. And it looks cool. The suits look fucking cool. Man. The
1: suits look cool. So we get the, the next shot is them walking up the staircase.
0: Yeah, it's a slow mo, like it's a slow mo shot. shot.
1: And you expect like some triumphant yeah. music. And the music choice here is like very, it's almost like, somber.
0: Visually, it looks really cool. And then the. Score is like it sounds like they have like a triumphant thing going on, but it's like low, and then over it, they have like these beep boop boppities. It's weird,
1: it doesn't sound right. It's not,
0: it's not the full oomph, it's basically. Indicative of this whole movie. While I do like this movie, it's good, but it doesn't have like the punchiness, the full oomph of like a great movie. You know what yeah. I mean? It's good. It's almost like it got like halfway, three quarters of the way up the hill and then kind of gave up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we have the Power Rangers, yes. woo. Yes. And then the Rangers come out and they fight immediately a bunch of putties that Rita has sent after them. Yes. While she is in town in Angel Grove raising up Goldar, who is basically...
1: A giant golden monster. If you've played uh, Jedi Fallen Order, he looks like a golden version of the Temple Guards. But that's another story.
0: And then, like, probably one of the best parts of the movie happens, where they get into the Zords to go into town and fight Rita. But they don't just get into the Zords and, like, mosey on down there. Oh, no, no, no. They get into the Zords... And they fly and go into town while playing the yes. original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song over it. Go, go, Power Rangers! Go, go, Power Rangers! Which is fucking boss. Yeah,
1: because as they go, right before they play it, go into the song, Alpha 5 goes, Go, Power Rangers, go! Yeah. And it ends in the song... Coco Power Rangers.
0: Mighty muffin Power Rangers. So yeah, so we start the big fight. The big old fight. And uh we get more like, you know, top twenty uh, music. We well, get
1: uh, we get power by Kanye West.
0: Yeah. Which like,
1: is okay. a, it's a, it's got kind of a good beat. It's
0: a good
1: song, I mean. I feel like the only reason they used it is because power.
0: power, yeah, obviously. They're fighting, it looks really cool badass as
1: fuck they're all in different like
0: yeah all the dinosaurs are different like dinosaurs yeah like kimberly is the pterodactyl yes and then like the guys are like other dinosaurs Um, around
1: billy's a uh, triceratops jason is a t-rex i'm a motherfucking
0: t-rex and then we cut to jason's dad driving around in the car because the town is in total chaos. The the town is being destroyed by Goldar because she's trying to find the Krispy Kreme. So Jason's dad is like driving through the chaos, looking for Jason and he gets in a wreck and Jason sees it. And he's like, Oh my God, I got to get my dad. So he jumps out of the Zord, fights off a couple putties and runs to his dad. Who's like pinned in the car and he pulls him out. It's kind of this arc because the whole movie, they haven't been getting along. And now Jason is, like, finally coming into his own. He's not a screw-up, and he's going to save his dad. He has a uh, cover on on his suit, so he can't... Because he's not supposed to reveal his identity. So he literally goes into the car, and he says, Sam, Sam, look at me. I'll save you. Come on. Grab my says, hand! Yeah. You're going to
1: fall unless you take my hand. No, give me your other hand. Oh, no, my other hand isn't strong enough. You take my little hand. No! Get it away from me! Break
0: it! But... I think it's weird. His voice isn't like masked at all. So when J- uh, when Jason talks to his dad, like, how would he not have known that that's his kid? Oh, I think he does. Well, I know. I was saying. Oh, okay. So at the end, <laughs> at, spoiler alert, the Power Rangers win, and at the end, Jason's dad like puts up a a newspaper article about the Power Rangers on the refrigerator, kind of alluding to the fact that he knows that. The Red Ranger is Jason, yes. but in the moment he doesn't say anything, so you think like, "Oh, he just doesn't recognize his own son's voice." That's kind of fucked up, but apparently he does. So don't be mad at Murphy; he's a good dad.
1: So the fight continues. Yes. Kimberly grabs Billy's.
0: Yeah, she has her arc where she like saves the day here. She picks up Billy
1: in the in his. It's
0: <laughs>
1: like dive bombs Billy into Goldar.
0: Yeah, and, and Billy, Rita.
1: like, and Billy just like, shoots off like an EMP basically and knocks Rita down.
0: Yeah, Rita falls and she drops her staff, and all the putties disintegrate. Uh, but Goldar lifts Rita up, then they have, like, a standoff. Okay, everyone. Hold the line. Come on! Crush them! Get
1: fire! Oh, God. Oh, well, we <laughs> So they find the Krispy Kreme.
0: Oh yes, they find the <laughs> fuck the Krispy Kreme. So this is like a joke. Like she walks into the Krispy Kreme, she's like, I found the Krispy Kreme and she literally walks in. She like eats a donut and just like chills in Krispy Kreme for like two seconds before the
1: Golar rips the Krispy Kreme, like yeah, out of I'm the like, ground. What
0: is going on here? Like, uh huh, funny. Okay. She
1: she has a moment where she's like, mm, Donut. Yeah,
0: it's oh. just like yeah. Like, we get it. Krispy Kreme. And, I mean, no bullshit. Krispy Kreme is the shit. Like, literally, just a a side note, because like I said before, we don't have Krispy Kreme out here. But last year, when Scott and I went to Disney World with my mom and my sister, nearby to our hotel was a Krispy Kreme. So I was like, listen, we got to go to Krispy Kreme while we're in Florida. This is imperative that we go to Krispy Kreme. And we got a big box of donies. Some were filled with peanut butter. Oh God, they're so good. We got some Boston cream. We got some chocolate glazed. filling. Some glazed. Oh, I love the glaze. Yeah. Oh, glaze are good Those too. Those I want so good though. Yeah. Krispy Kreme is the shit. Krispy Kreme is so much better than Dunkin' Donuts. And don't mind you, I like Dunkin' Donuts fine. This is totally off topic, but Krispy Kreme's the shit. So basically, what happens now is Goldar strikes a fiery pit into, like, the road in front of them, trying to basically force them to, like, fall in, into this molten lava yeah. pit. So they do that, and they have kind of, like, a really sweet moment. The Rangers were, like, their backs are against the wall, essentially, and they're going to fall into this pit, and they think they're going to all die together.
1: We have a Toy Story 3 moment.
0: Yeah, they really... They have a Toy Story 3 moment. Obviously not as... Emotionally devastating is Toy Story Three, but it's a Toy Story Three esque moment, and it's it's played really well. So they fall into this pit, right? And then you think they're done, right? But no, no, no! They emerge from the pit as a Megazord, da da da, which is also from the show. Basically, all the Zords coming together to make one big giant Zord. We're like one bigger, uh, one big Zord. Like- Mama no 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 that sounds lame. Mom A Megazord So Rita seeing the Megazord is like, oh fuck. And she kind of like melds into Goldar. Uh but it really doesn't matter because the Power Rangers end up defeating Goldar, and Rita essentially refuses. They're like, Listen, we're gonna take you to Zordon and see what he wants to do with you. And Rita's like, fuck that, no way. So she just takes her staff and just runs, like jumps at the fucking uh, Megazord, and Jason <laughs> bitch slaps her
1: into space.
0: Into space, because we have to. It's a nice little reference earlier in the movie. <laughs> <sighs> she like flies into space and freezes to death. Maybe we don't know. I was Did upset she you know,
1: didn't. I was but, upset she didn't land into a trash can, but that's another story.
0: <laughs> leaving it open for a sequel, perhaps. I wish, but no. All the town is like, okay, we're good now. We're safe. Oh, look, these heroes, they've saved us. And everyone whips out their phones, start taking pictures. And this is where we get a nice little cameo from Amy Jo Johnson and Jason David Frank, who were the original pink and green Rangers in the original show, which is pretty fucking awesome. Although I think I heard, I read or heard something that they were like bummed that they didn't get more of like a cameo, like actual speaking roles or anything in this. Uh, maybe they did, and it got cut or something. I don't know. Uh,
1: but yeah, then we get a nice little nod to. Oh yes, we s- get a sequel, Father.
0: Yeah, it bothers me out that they're not doing a sequel to this because they make an allusion to the Green Ranger. They're all back in Saturday detention. All five of them are in Saturday detention yes. together, and the teacher who like runs the detention is like, "Okay, uh, we have a new kid at detention here, Tommy Oliver." Tommy Oliver? Tommy Oliver? Where are you, Tommy Oliver? And it pans over to a desk, an empty desk, with a green sweatshirt over it. And if you know, Tommy Oliver is the original Green Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So it was like, oh shit, they're going to get a new Green Ranger! Yeah, side
1: note, that teacher character was the perfect character to introduce one of the Power Rangers. As like, a side, like, one of the old Power Rangers could have been that teacher character.
0: Yeah, that could have been one of them.
1: Easy cameo.
0: Yeah, it is kind of a bummer, because, like, that. I, loved, I, I loved Tommy and Kimberly. I loved, I hated pink, but I loved the pink ranger. As much as I... I wanted to be the pink ranger, guys.
1: I always wanted to be the blue ranger, because blue is my favorite color.
0: Yeah, if they had a purple ranger, I would have been all over that shit. So, yeah, that's Power Rangers. Yay! So I have this as a solid three on um Letterboxd because as much as I, I do like this and I enjoyed watching it, I, I thought about bumping it up to a 3-5, but I just feel like it's not it's so it's so standard and so very like typical teen movie. Like because it's Power Rangers, I love it and I love the Power Rangers mythos and everything. Yeah. And I do like the actors. I thought that the the Power Rangers themselves did a good job. Yeah. I was, I was happy with this interpretation of Power Rangers, yeah. and I'm actually genuinely bummed that they're not making a sequel to this, and they're just rebooting the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Box is so tough, because, yeah, you have to do it by point fives. Yeah. Um, I'm probably right in between 3 and 3.5, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I
0: am, too. Like, that's the thing for me, too.
1: Yeah, I'd probably end up going down to a 3. Um... It's tough, though. Yeah, it'd probably be a 3.25. But, like,
0: I... This is my second time watching it. I had a great time. Yeah, it's I fun. I would watch it again.
1: I'd watch it again, yeah. It was, I, I had
0: a good time with
1: it. It was a fun... I definitely feel like there is room for improvement. Sure. And, and there's... I definitely saw where a sequel could happen and be done well.
0: Like Transformers, which yeah. is very similar to this in that it's a show, A, that deals with, like, robots a show that's about, like, a kid dealing with, yeah. like, crazy, you know, something like aliens, basically, because they're from another planet. And it's a, like, 90s kid show. I think, was it 80s or 90s Transformers? I think both. Transformers with Michael Bay, it just, was. it just Michael bay it and made it a whole, like, shit show of, like, explosions and mechanical nonsense and it wasn't about really anything. Not At great. least this, like you felt the heart of it. Like, yes, it's cheesy, and yes, it's kind of like typical Degrassi-type yeah, angsty teen shit at times, but the acting and, like, the chemistry between the actors, I feel like...
1: were pretty good, yeah. I, I feel like
0: helped it to elevate it to, like, a little bit more yeah. than just, like, a typical teen movie.
1: I feel like if you, There were a couple... There was definitely a couple things that I, I feel like if you had somebody take another look at... Like, some of the music choices probably could have been done better.
0: Yeah, but I feel uh, like that's, like, the typical way to go with, like, a summer blockbuster. You kind of just, like, throw in whatever music is hot at the time. I mean,
1: but, even, but even, it wasn't really, I understand what you're saying, but it wasn't really poppy music. It wasn't, like, popular music. No, but... Power's like, like, an it, old song. Stand By Me's a really old song. Well, Ray yeah, but that was... The Stand By Me
0: one was, like, a, a more, like, alternative cover. Like, it was yeah. more, like, a two thousand D cover.
1: Don't get me wrong.
0: Actually I would I would listen. I'm gonna find that cover because I actually did really like
1: it. I did too. But like Ring of Fire, like none of these songs were like popular in twenty seventeen. It wasn't like they were doing like they weren't picking an Iggy Azalea song.
0: Yeah, but you know, like that's the thing now, like to take old songs and like cover them and make them more like not necessarily poppy, but like current, I guess. They do that now. They did that with fucking Birds of Prey. Every fucking song in there was old and that's like redone. True. But it, I actually liked it, so yeah, I don't mind again, that. I don't mind it if it's done well. If it's no. done to just be like, oh, yeah. look, we're so cool, then that's different.
1: And then there was, again, a couple of script choices that could have been a little fixed here or there. To actually see Rita's turn would have been fun. Like, Rita actually turning to the dark side, like, oh, she just wanted power. Like, why? Like, what was her, like, real reason? That, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been fun to explore. Uh, But, you know, just, like, little things like that would have been interesting to explore into the characters.
0: Yeah, and I feel like if they had done a sequel... They could have done that. They could have done that. And the thing is, like, this is introducing everybody, so, like, in a sequel, you could have more development with the characters, like, more than just, like, a, you know, typical, like, 30-minute episode of Degrassi.
1: Yeah, we could have gotten a (laughs) little more, especially with... I keep
0: bringing up Degrassi. I know. But there's a... I, I love it, and it's the perfect way to describe the issues that these kids have in this movie.
1: It, it would have been nice. We could have explored a little more, especially introducing the Tommy Oliver character. As Yeah, I would have dug uh, that. As Rita possibly poisons Tommy's mind or something.
0: Yeah, like, you could have made it that, like, you know, when she died, quote-unquote, and went out in space, like it awoke her, like, failsafe plan, and that was Tommy. And then he comes and tries to sabotage Well, But
1: even, even if she survived, and somehow she crash-lands and she found Tommy,
0: yeah, she knows way. who they
1: all are, but mm-hmm. she's not strong enough to take advantage of it, so she gives Tommy the coin, and then, like, poisons Tommy's mind into thinking yeah. all these people are bad people.
0: Yeah, Tommy is, like, such a cool character. That's why, like, it, like, again, bums me out that they're not continuing with
1: Though this. Though they would have had to pay Naomi Scott more now.
0: Oh, well, yeah, because now she's, now she's Disney-fied, so now she's, she's a little more expensive. But, uh, and even probably the Red Ranger, too, because now he's on Stranger Things. Unfortunately,
1: I think it's all the time we have, Frankie.
0: Oh, no. Can't we sit around and talk about Degrassi for another hour and a half?
1: <laughs> no, we can't.
0: Oh, but Jimmy was so cool. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Did he start What, from-
0: what about Spinner? <laughs> Don't did- you remember Spinner? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never saw the show, but did he start from the bottom and now he was here?
0: Yeah, he started from Canada, and now he's everywhere else. <laughs> so next week, we're going to be watching another movie that Scott's going to be showing me.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting because this is one of those movies that I watched a long time ago and I found funny. Uh,
0: I don't know if it holds up. I don't. I don't I've never seen it, obviously, so I, I don't know. We're going to find out together. This has been Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at ShootTheFlick. And also check out our weekly episodes of this wonderful podcast you are listening to on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. That's right. We're everywhere and anywhere, kids.
1: Yeah, we're working on expanding even more. So don't even worry about like we're it. Go- we're trying to go everywhere.
0: Yeah. We just want to infiltrate your earbuds in every which way we can so until next time kids stay safe stay clean
1: and stay sexy
0: okay and watch Degrassi (laughs) oh
1: god (laughs) and out we
0: go whatever it takes I know oh that's gonna be our end song I know (laughs) I am making it through if I hold out if I I do I I know I can make it through (laughs)